0: And it's time for Chamber Chat as we talk with folks from the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, joined today by Betty Kujai, the Executive Director, and she's joined today by a new member of the Chamber, Victor Torbez from Northwestern Mutual. Folks, good morning. Thank you for joining me today. Betty, let's update things that have been going on since we last chatted one month ago with the Chamber. Good morning.
1: Good morning, Wayne. Yes, we've been extremely busy. We've had a lot going on. Since we chatted last, we had a a business after hours at Quiet Corner Inn on Route 6 in Brooklyn. Uh, We had about 115 guests in attendance. Our host, Manny Patel, was so gracious. He put up a big tent out in front of uh, the – actually, it was in the back of the hotel area. And um, it was – he just rolled out the red carpet. We had food by Sudo and Icebox. Which is an ice cream shop and Bare Hands Brewery was there. So the, the refreshments were fabulous and people had a, a really good time. Lots of interactions, lots of, lots of networking. Uh, the evening was a little looming because we had some bad weather coming, but we got the whole business after hours in before the rain opened up. And then just last week, we had another Business After Hours over uh, in Plainfield, 150th anniversary for Jewett City Savings Bank. I think they call it a sesquicentennial celebration. So Mike Albert, who is president and CEO over there, welcomed about 108 guests. Um, they had 150th anniversary candy bars for everyone. Uh, Matthew's Catering did did the food and beverage. It was just a lovely evening, lots of networking, exchanging of business cards. Uh, we had a couple of brand-new membership plaques that we presented that evening. It was uh, a really good event. And then um, most recently, we had a ribbon-cutting last week in uh, Killingly, CNA Boot Camp of Connecticut, Angelina Zabo, who has opened up a business designed specifically to train certified nursing assistants. And I think we've had her on on the radio doing an interview with you, uh, Wayne. And uh, she's just a very energetic individual, doing really well, loves her new location on Furnace Street in Danielson. She had made a point to to invite a number of the... um, Uh, nursing homes in the area so that she can specifically address their CNA nursing needs. So uh, it was a a fabulous evening, and we love it when our, our business community is growing and we're able to help them celebrate.
0: And we're joined by a brand new member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce, Victor Torbis from Northwestern Mutual. Victor, good morning. Give us a little background on yourself and what your role is as a financial representative at Northwestern Mutual.
2: Good morning, Wayne. Thank you for having me on board. I I really appreciate the time to talk a little bit about the really great stuff we do with Northwestern Mutual. So I'm a financial representative and works out of uh, the Hartford office, but I live in Lebanon. Uh, Got a couple of great kids, beautiful wife, that sort of thing. Uh, And I'm really just out trying to help people and bring a level of education and knowledge to people that, you know, having worked in the public schools for almost 17 years, that you know, it's not a topic that's really touched upon very much. Uh, how we manage our money, how we protect our loved ones, and how we prepare ourselves for, you know, our present and our future and our future's future.
0: When do people, on average, first contact you about their future plans as far as their, their money
2: now and down the road? So, really, when people first contact me, their first question is, you know, what is it that you do? And Because everybody has their Opinion, preconceived notions about what financial representatives do. It's either all on one side of you know all you do is insurance, or the other piece is all you do is investments. At Northwestern Mutual, we do more of a holistic financial planning for folks, where we take a look at you know protecting your assets through various types of insurance, life insurance, disability insurance, and then we we pivot into optimizing the way you're saving, the way you're spending, those sorts of things. In order to make sure you're being as tax efficient as possible, uh, you know Uncle Sam's going to get his piece of the pie. We just want want to make sure he gets his piece of the pie and not all the extras they sometimes go after. And then, you know, after that, we take a look at what's left and how we can grow that and turn that into uh, become more beneficial for you later on down the road, retirement savings, those pieces.
0: How do you personalize the investment planning? that your clients come to you with? I'm guessing that person A has a different plan from person
2: B. 100% Wayne. And the, the way I get to doing that is I sit down and I always have great conversations with my prospects, the folks who want to come work with me. And, you know, the first hour or so that we're talking, I'm asking them lots of questions to get to know them and really what their goals are. Because at the end of the day, when I sit down with myself and some of the team members I work with, in the Hartford office, you know, our our goal is to create a plan that's for them, not for me, not for my buddy Mike, not for, you know, any of my other coworkers. Because at the end of the day, we're not going to live with the results of that. You know, our prospect and future client is going to be the one to do that. So we really try to get down to what's important, what, what charges the most feelings, what gets you the most excited, and then, you know, we start building from there.
0: What's the status of the market? And how does it relate to the investments that your clients have with you at Northwestern Mutual? Does the fluctuating market have a factor in what their investments have as far as a return?
2: The reality is right now markets are going up and down, and it's thoughtful planning, diversification of portfolios that allows you know consistency in that. It's really tailored and independent to what specifically the client or prospect's goal is obviously we all have different risk factors so if you're willing to take more risk you know you're going to see wilder fluctuations if you take less risk you're going to see fewer fluctuations it's going to be more steady
0: when people are asked about their goals what are some of the answers you get from them because i think some people are going well geez i want to make a bunch of money i want to get a bunch of money back but the question is how you do it but when they talk about their goals what do they say
2: the biggest one they they want to make sure is, am I going to be okay for retirement? So there's always starts off with that retirement assessment with what you're doing and how you're getting there. And, you know, so that's always number one seemingly that comes about from it. The second one that I always get is they want to make sure they protect their family. Uh, folks around my age, I'm 41 years old. The prospects and clients I've met around my age want to make sure that their kids are well taken care of should something happen. Uh, so setting up protections for that. Younger folks are talking about, I want to retire by 50, so how do we get get there? Where do I need to put my money? How do I need to do things? And then, you know, folks who are in their mid-50s, late-50s, early-60s are talking about their retirements and, you know, planning for those, what happens if I need to go into a nursing home? Where do I get that money from? How How can I protect my family so that all of my hard work up until then isn't just liquidated immediately?
0: Let's go back to Betty this morning. Betty, what do you got coming up in the next month or so with the Chamber events?
1: Well, for the last week and a half or so, we have had no to the grindstone getting ready for our big golf tournament. This is our 35th annual golf tournament, and we are down at Lake of Isles in North Stonington. Uh, The uh, Foxwoods Resort Casino is a member of our Chamber of Commerce, and when they joined then they... um, expressed interest in hosting our golf tournament. The price was great. The, the golf course is absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. Uh, so we ended up moving our tournament down there. Uh, again, 35 years. We have an 11.30 tee time tomorrow, a full field. Um, but if anybody would like to sponsor, give us a call here at the chamber, 860-774-8001. Uh, we also have a legislative Business After Hours coming up on Wednesday, uh, J- uh, July 12th. This is over at Day Kimball Healthcare. Uh, Day Kimball wanted to host something, an event where we had our lawmakers in attendance. Um, the legislative breakfast we did earlier this spring was really well attended. But so many folks afterwards said, I mean, we recognize that our lawmakers had to to book off early. They had to be out in Hartford for a certain time. Um, Is there going to be another opportunity where we can have a chance to have conversations about what's going on in Hartford and about issues that are important to us? So we put this event together, again, Wednesday, July 12th, 5 to 7 p.m. at Day Kimball Hospital. Um, So we're pretty excited about that.
0: Let's go back to Victor Turvis, financial representative with Northwestern Mutual, a Lebanon resident. Victor, how did you get into this field in the first place?
1: Uh,
2: midlife career change. Uh, I was really excited. I worked for many years in Norwich in the education system, had a lot of fun. And part of my role there was as a teacher, and I saw a you know, social studies teacher in eighth grade, started touching on some economic issues and then having nieces and nephews who've gone through public education, not really getting a full in depth scope of you know, the work that I'm doing now as a financial representative, uh retirement planning, insurance planning, those kind of things. Uh thought there might be an opportunity there for me to fill in some gaps and help some people and the more and more I talk to people, the more and more I've I found a passion for talking to folks about this stuff and helping them create their plans and help them realize their dreams.
0: Well, along the same lines of the education field that you left to go to Northwestern Mutual, tell me about how you set up plans for your people for education, education planning, education funding. I guess that would include things like a college account for kids for down the road.
2: No, absolutely. I mean, there's many different ways to do it, and it's really unique to each situation. I mean, there's Potential for using uh, 529 tax advantaged plans that we could use to set up for college funding. There's ways you can leverage uh, permanent life insurance to help cover the costs in a more tax efficient manner. It's It really becomes individual to what the person's goal is. Do you want to fund 100% of your child's education? Do you only want to help them 50%? Are you one of the people who say, you know, I paid for my own college education. If they want to go to college, they can figure it out, but I'd like to help here or there. So it's really just, it's more or less gathering the information that's going to make them feel most comfortable and get them to where they want to go.
0: Victor, what happens if the family sets up a college account for a child and then gets to high school? maybe college isn't the best direction for that student who decides to go out in the workforce after they get a high school diploma or whatever. What do you do with the money that was in that potential college account?
2: Uh, Use it for other qualified expenses that can come in there. We do understand that sometimes folks don't go on to college. Sometimes there's a sibling in the family uh, gifted away to other other, uh, family members, that sort of thing, to allow them to access that money and move it on. Uh, In that manner.
0: We talked about financial planning in the earlier segment today. I'm assuming that when a younger couple wants to make plans for the future and for down the road, they might not have as much money now as they might have 20, 30 years down the road. How does it work where they put a certain amount of money in now and then later on, when they've got more resources, are they able to rewrite the plan? Are you able to rewrite the plan so they can put more money in
2: on a monthly or annual basis? So when, when I meet with prospects who become clients, and it's one of those pieces where I say, honestly, today when I write your plan, it's really a snapshot of where you're at today and where you think you want to go. Life happens. You know, people get great promotions at work, make lots of money. Some folks might, unfortunately, lose their job, maybe get an inheritance, the really great thing is once you start working with me, I check in on you minimally every six months, if not a little bit sooner. We sit down, we talk about your plan, see if any of your goals have changed, see if any of the, you know, the information we use to create your plan has changed, and then revamp your plan, take a look at it, maybe change some of your goals, maybe back off in some areas and accelerate in other areas. It's really a flexible plan that's meant to grow with you. I like to think of myself through my financial planning practice as, You know, I'm not here to sell you something and forget about you. I'm here to be your partner, be your coach in your journey and getting you where you want to go. You know, I'm not just looking to meet you quick, make a quick deal, and then move on. I, I, whenever I welcome a client onto my team, I say welcome to my Northwestern family because family is a huge thing for me. And you know, if, if you're making that kind of commitment to me, I need to make that kind of commitment to you. Victor, tell
0: me about insurance protection strategies.
2: So there's multiple ways to go about it. Um, Obviously, one of the things we want to really protect is if you have goals and you're saving and those sorts of things, we want to make sure that that money keeps coming in, even if something unfortunate were to happen. So we start taking a look at disability insurance to supplement the disability insurance you may already have from work or for some folks who are self-employed who don't have that disability insurance, trying to get them set up so that should something unfortunate happen that keeps them from earning a living, we can supplement that income so they can continue down their path. And then we take a look at, you know, through life insurances. You know, there's two major types. There's permanent insurance and term insurance. Uh, Term insurance is kind of like renting a house. We want to get you as much protection as we can and get you locked in with your insurability. And that uh, permanent insurance is more like owning the house so you can build up equity in it. And a cash component comes along with it where it accumulates a cash value you can borrow from your loan that can help you supplement expenses if you need to do something. Maybe you want to put your kid through college and you don't want to set up a 529 fund. Um, You want to supplement your retirement years that the stock market's down and you don't want to pull from your 401k or your 403b or whatever your retirement plan is. Um, So it's just setting up those protections so that your plan can go on, whether you can work or whether you, you know, unfortunately pass away to make sure your families are taken care of.
0: And similarly, what about life insurance strategies?
2: Uh, It works very similarly the same way, is figuring out what type of insurance is most appropriate for you. Now, we talked earlier, you asked about, you know, the younger folks who come in and, you know, we know they're going to make more money down the road is selling them, you know, a lot of permanent life insurance, which can be pretty expensive. Is that the most appropriate thing? But they still want the protection, so maybe we set them up with some term insurance to get their insurability locked in. And as they make that more money, it gives them the opportunity to change it from that term insurance, to the permanent insurance, where we start building that accumulation of uh, cash value.
0: What about disability planning, disability planning? If uh, people, for example, want long-term health insurance, are you the guy?
2: Absolutely. We can definitely take a look at, you know, what's most appropriate for you based on your age, where you're at. Um, what you have going on in terms of taking care of that long-term care that, you know, it's coming out to about one in four Americans is going to need some sort of long-term care insurance after the age of 65 or long-term care, excuse me, um, where they're either going to have a nurse coming to the home or they have to move to a nursing home and require that extra level of care, which I, I'm sure many people are aware of is getting more and more expensive every day. Um, so what, whatever we can do to try to help you out to mitigate that, we, we certainly have options available.
0: And estate planning, something that everybody should be considering at some point in their life. What are some of the services you offer when it comes to estate planning? Do you do wills? Do you do trusts?
2: Uh, Directly through us, we don't do wills or trusts. We work with some, we've made some partnerships with some attorneys through our office, through our firm, and personally that we would recommend you to. Uh, Obviously, if we're recommending them or recommending you to them, Uh, we hold them in high regards. They've done great work with us and for some of our clients. So it's one of those things we refer out for that.
0: What is multi-generational planning? What does that mean?
2: That's really looking at how we can pass down our wealth from our current generation to the next generation to the next generation of the different ladders and strategies we can go through with that. Uh, one of the most common ways i 've worked on planning with that is through the use of permanent life insurance, um, setting up policies on children as they're younger, so it begins accumulating that cash value they see the value in it, so they start doing it for their kids and it just turns into a, a ladder or shouldn 't say a ladder but a staircase that kind of trickles down, and then obviously you know setting up their beneficiaries appropriately so that the money goes where we want it to go when we pass. Um, and again, in the most tax efficient manners.
0: And Victor, when it comes to keeping tabs on what's going on with your people and their accounts and like, do you have like annual meetings just to update what's going on? Or you get do you reach out to them either digitally or by the phone? How do you stay in touch with your people to make sure that their goals are what they were when they first set their accounts up with you?
2: I definitely pick up the phone semi-annually at the minimum. Uh, some, some of my clients happen to be good friends of mine, so I talk to them a little more frequently. I love talking to folks, uh, going out, grabbing a cup of coffee, um, maybe, you know, a light lunch, light dinner, those sorts of things. Uh, just making sure that that relationship is there. That, that's the foundation of my practice is I try to build that relationship, uh, so that if something were to come up, if something unexpected happens in one of my clients lives, they feel comfortable reaching out to me and, if something's going on, and I notice a tweak that might be need, uh, excuse me, that might need to be made to their plan, I can reach out to them and have that open conversation where they know I'm coming at it from uh, a perspective of caring about them, not caring about me.
0: Tell me about the company, the overall company, Northwestern Mutual. What what makes them different? What is it about them that is good for your clients?
2: One of the great things is is our our strength and how long we've been around. Our company's been around for, we celebrated our 166th year in business back in March. Uh, Northwestern Mutual is a mutual company based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Uh, As a mutual company, one of our ways to keep our mutuality is to make sure that we're returning some of our profits back to our shareholders. And we do that in the form of dividends. Uh, On The 166-year history of Northwestern Mutual there's only been two years we haven't provided dividends, and those were our first two years in existence, so the startup of the business sort of thing so will get streaked there. Uh, people, once they once they start with us, they typically don't leave. I want to say we have somewhere around a 95% retention rate. Uh, we're very highly rated among all of the major uh, rating services out there, Moody's, um, S&P, those sorts of things. So we're, we're in a really strong financial position. Each year we keep getting better. Uh, we're rising up the, investor, the new investors list in the country. We're in the top five. I believe we're number three right now. Not exactly sure on that one, um, but I know we're definitely in the top five this year.
0: How do you, as an agent, make a decision or how are you involved in the decision on which specific fund, for your clients to invest in? I'm sure there's many options out there. How do you know which one is the right
2: one to put their money in? It really boils down to what the client's investment tolerance is, their risk, where their risk profile lines them up. And at the end of the day, we sit down and we have a discussion about it. Uh, I'm going to give you my best recommendations when it comes to those things. Ultimately, it comes down to a decision. Uh, for both of us, mostly on the client, because at the end of the day, it it is their money at that point. Um, We just want to help point them and give them the right options or the best options for their goals. And then we go from there.
0: Victor, your office is on Church Street in Hartford, but you're based in Lebanon. Tell me about a typical day, a typical week for you. Are you in the office a lot? Do you stay home a lot? Are you on the road a lot? What is a typical day for Victor?
2: A typical day for me, it all depends on who I'm meeting with and where I'm meeting with them at. You know, some days I could be in Colchester with one client. I could then drive up to Hartford to meet with another client. I could drive back to my house and Zoom with another client. Um, it Honestly, it, it depends on where my clients want to meet, when they need to be met with, my prospects, uh, the folks I'm talking to, trying to get in front of. Uh, I, I try to get out and talk to as many people as I can. Uh, introduce myself, offer a little bit about what I do, how I do it sort of thing. And if people are interested, I'm more than happy to have a chat with them, a little more private, intimate conversation sort of thing. And, you know, help them get to where they want to go is my ultimate goal. I I love meeting people. I love helping people.
0: And lastly, Victor, the company is Northwestern Mutual. Could you just explain the concept of mutual? What does that mean when it comes to the insurance business?
2: So when it comes to the mutuality piece of it, so in order to be a mutual company, we're not traded on the New York Stock Exchange. Our company is owned by our policyholders, which was that piece where I mentioned a moment ago where when we're profitable, it's our responsibility to share a portion of those profits back with our policyholders. And we do that by paying out dividends. Like I said, uh, you know, 166 years in existence, 164 of the years we've paid out dividends. Um... We actually just paid out our highest dividend uh, from last year. Uh, that's, or yeah, our highest dividend ever was from last year. So we're in a good position. Uh, in order to keep our mutuality, it's one of those things where we care about our policyholders. We want to make sure that they're well taken care of, and you know we're meeting their needs where we can.
0: That's Victor Turbez, financial representative with Northwestern Mutual, a resident of Lebanon and a brand new member of the Northeastern Connecticut Chamber of Commerce. And we're joined by the executive director of the chamber, Betty Kujai. Victor, Betty, thanks for joining me this morning.
1: Thank you, Wayne.
0: 14 WILI Willematic, 95.3 FM.